What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Marriage Puzzle Podcast. My name's Thomas. I'm Julie. And today, this episode, we're still in our uh, 15 Lessons After 15 Years of Marriage series. And uh, it's been a great series so far, at least we think so. We're having a lot of fun talking about it, so we hope you guys are enjoying it. Um, But this episode, we're talking about um, honor and honesty. Uh, In fact, the the title of the episode is Be Honoring and Honest. So there you go. Uh, That's where I got that from. So Lesson number five. Lesson five. Good. I didn't remember which lesson we were in, but uh, I knew I think the we're name of it. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, uh, this is going to be a fun little episode here. Um, be honoring and honest. So, uh, you know, we we're kicking off this episode by just talking about the definitions. Um, the definition of honor. Uh, the definition of honor is simple. Just a couple words. To have high respect. And. Um, so we, we looked at that and we're like, well, that's not very helpful in terms of creating content. So uh, we decided to look up the definition of respect as well. And that gives a little bit more meat to it. Uh, and it's a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. So you see this a lot, uh, respect uh, kind of portrayed a lot in the workplace and, you know, the military, things like that, you know, uh, based on their abilities, qualities, or achievements. But it works in a marriage too. And so um, in in this scenario, it would probably be more so based off of uh, qualities of the other person. Um, you know, I, I hopefully you're not marrying someone just because of their achievements. Um, that's <laughs> a little bit shallow. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, hopefully it's more about their qualities. Um, and, um, and yeah, so, so that's kind of where we're at. So um, you can never go wrong with honoring your spouse, but where do you start with that? Um, we've, we've got some points that we're going to talk about and kind of give you some tips on how to do that. We've also got a personal story that we're going to share from our lives towards the end of the podcast. So make sure you stay tuned for that. Yeah. I mean, real simple because in the lesson, be honoring and honest. I mean, there's your takeaway, just be honoring and honest. (laughs) But if you're like, well, where, how do I do that? Where do I start? Um, and so we did a sandwich technique here of um three do's and a don't but um or not three do's two do's two and, do's and one don't to make three points so um the first one is do respect them you know we just said that honoring is respect so you know you when you respect someone you see them in a different light it is just high high honor mm-hmm. um in some ways you can respect your spouse is watching your your tone of voice and how you speak to them and how you react to something that they have to say and and things like that. Yeah, I mean, an example of that from us, this isn't the story we were telling about. This is just a simple sidebar. But, um, uh, you know, an example for us is I'm pretty forgetful, especially when it comes to scheduling things. And so I probably ask you 50 times a week, what are we doing tomorrow? Or what are we doing tonight? Or, you know, whatever, what's the plan? Yes. And so, yeah, true, true story. Um, so uh, it's it, the fact that I'm forgetful doesn't give you the right to be disrespectful when I ask those questions. You know, that, that that's it may be frustrating to you. I'm sure that it is. Um, but, you know, if, if I come to you and I say that and you just, you know, moan and groan before you answer me, that's going to be that's just going to start a fight. Um 
so, you know, instead, another way to, you know, respond, like, ah, oh, instead of, you know, oh, just look at the calendar. Like, why, why do you not remember this? You could probably say, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not coaching Julie in this. It sound, <laughs> may sound like I'm coaching her, but, you know, we're just He's looking right I'm at just, me. I'm just looking right at But, uh, um, you know, instead, you know, a simple reaction could be, you know, would you mind checking the calendar before you ask me that question? Because I always put everything on the calendar. Um, so, you know, if you would just check that first, that would be really helpful for me. It's a very respectful way to ask. And, you know, that can go either direction. I mean, I'm sure there's one more forgetful spouse in any <laughs> any marriage. And that just happens to be me and ours. Yeah, it is um, very tempting to be rude. <laughs> and, not, <laughs> and probably easier. Yeah. Like, oh, stop. <laughs> like, you know, uh, we, we have young kids. So I see that all the time with the sibling relationship of, you know, how they respond to each other and you're constantly correcting their attitude and, and tone and, and things like that. So it is easier to be, be rude or that's kind of our um, sinful nature to go to mm-hmm. response. But when talking about honor, um, I mean, it. I want to honor you. I want to respect you as my husband because it's it's a privilege that you actually love me and right. the things that, you know, I forget or the things that I do wrong. And I don't want you to respond to me and right. my weakness. And so with that one example, yeah, it's it's a daily choice I sure. have to make. But, <laughs> but I choose to honor you and respect you. Um and that's just like an easy way of, you know, kind of just how we respond to people. And in an earlier episode, um, I remember saying that, you know, we can be nicer to our acquaintances than our spouses. You know, how we respond to someone that we just met, we're standing in line next to, or even our coworkers. I mean, how often does, in that example, does your boss ask you, you know, did, did you do this? Or what am I doing? Or what are I doing? And you just have to kind of like, go with it because you you would I would think honor and respect them because of their position or their paying you know but why would I then choose to be disrespectful and rude to the person that I love the most (laughs) above anyone else um even when they kind of do those similar things that could irk me you said that we talked about that in a previous episode, and that sounds like a good episode. I, I actually don't remember that. Oh, like that's <laughs> if I did, we could plug the actual episode. But you know, you guys will just have to go back and listen to all of our episodes yeah. to find out how good that one was. I just remember that. Um, but so that's that's number one, right? Yeah, that's uh, that's part of it. I mean, another another thing that you can do is um, is just the way that you treat them. Uh, you know, around other people. Um, you know, you have to, uh, you know, if, if you guys are together and, you know, someone says something, you know, you're not gonna, um, you know, just, you, you shouldn't, uh, like, berate them in front of everyone and um, get them in trouble with air quotes, you know, in front of everyone. Um, you should save some of those conversations to be private or you should save all those conversations to be private uh you know when you leave the event and get in the car like hey you know this i I didn't appreciate this when you said that or you know when you did this or you know whatever um that's being respectful to them that's showing that you have your spouse's back no matter what they say or do um and then you know but still being honest with them which we're going to talk about in a minute behind closed doors 
this is how I felt, you know? So, um, I think that's the other part of being respectful. Yeah. Um, you want to make them, you don't want to make them look bad. I think is what you're saying. Um, and that's at, at home or, you know, in public settings, that kind of leads to, to number two. So if the first ones do respect them, the second one for the sandwich technique is negative and it's don't. So don't talk bad about your spouse in any setting. So that would be um, public. Usually you usually hear that, like don't talk bad about your spouse um, behind their back. You know, it's like, well, we see it as like public, whether they're there or private without mm -hmm. them. So, or um, whether it's with one other person, like a friend of yours, like if I go out for a guy's night, I'm not going to talk about it to a group of people. If I'm having lunch with a coworker, I'm not going to talk about it with that one person. I'm not going to talk bad about you to anyone, whether it's a group setting or an individual one-on-one, -on -one, you know, confiding in someone. Those aren't the people that need to be hearing those conversations. It's your spouse. Right. You need to be talking to your spouse to fix those issues, if any are there, rather than gossiping so to speak behind their back when they're not there to defend themselves or help solve the problem absolutely we're all for marriage coaching and advice um if that's kind of how you enter into the conversation and you know your spouse should be aware that you're talking about them or, or that to this other person for um for help you know for uh, advice or, or mm -hmm. coaching in, in areas of growth but um, anyone who is friends with me <laughs> is is probably still friends with me because um, they know where I stand on this because I cannot stand the girl nights. And I've been there and done that, navigated some friendships that, you know, are kind of shoulders length apart now from me because I cannot stand the guy bashing. Mm -hmm. You know, girls just go out and their husbands can't do anything right and that's just what they talk about and I'm just like, you know, like, well, my husband's perfect. You know, no. But it's because um, Thomas and I have chosen to um, honor and respect each other, talk to the right person about those things and not air out all the dirty laundry and, and settings that aren't appropriate. Right. And while that type of scenario likely does happen more in groups of girlfriends than guy friends, um, it's still not appropriate for guys to, to bring up in, in any setting. You know, I mean, uh, you know, e even just, you know, going over to a, a group of friends house and like, uh, my wife made me help with the laundry before I had to leave, you know, like that... <laughs> The scene from the Sandlot where, you know, uh, Smalls is going to the, the tree house with everybody and he says, my mom made me put on my jacket and do the dishes before I let, like, you, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to talk bad about your spouse in that light either. You know, a whole different way to phrase something like that would be like, oh no, I just helped with the dishes before I came over. That's why I was late. You know, like, mm -hmm. don't put it on your spouse. There's, that's unnecessary. Um, just, uh, you know, you don't, you don't want to do that in a group of friends, whether they're, you're a guy or a girl. I mean, it's just, it's just not appropriate. Yeah. And another perspective, um, because we are parents, like something that we're just really mindful of, um, that we encourage people to be as well is remember that your kids are always watching. Always so watching. <laughs> whether you even see it or not and what they hear is amazing. And so really you're talking about their mom or dad when mm -hmm. you're talking poorly about your spouse mm -hmm. um and so it's 
they're they're stuck with you know if you are a parent you're gonna be your their mom or, your, or their dad for the rest of their life no right. matter what happens in your marriage like that's a whole nother topic for another day of the you know relationship with your um sons or daughters but um as a mom or a dad and so yeah if, if that's perspective like why would you talk bad about their dad or their mom or someone that you know um, that they should have high honor and respect for. Even, and- uh, sorry, I just want to jump in on this. We both come from backgrounds of parents who were divorced and, I, you know, we've never been divorced. So I, but I don't think I'm speaking out of turn in this. Even if you're divorced from their parent, I don't think it's appropriate to talk bad about the, their mom or dad. Um, you know, that, that's just not necessary. You don't have to like them you know, if you're divorced, but you don't need to talk bad to your child about them. Um, well, like I said, because then that, that you know, my dad's still my dad, my mom's still my mom, mm-hmm. even though they haven't been married for decades, right. <laughs> been married together. So I still have to have that relationship. Mm-hmm. And so I don't need to hear yep. things. And that's where, you know, what I'm very mindful of. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but no, I, I think that was an important thing to discuss. And even though that's not exper- our expertise from, you know, marriage, we come from those backgrounds and, you know, I, I just think that's not appropriate. So yeah, hopefully we're married or not hitting don't. that <laughs> that point for you. But also, I mean, I think um, in that light, you're also demonstrating everything you do in your marriage is setting the foundation, like you're building the foundation of what your kids see, what their marriage should be. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting down your spouse, even at home and you think that, you know, you're talking, you're talking on the phone with someone complaining about your spouse and, you know, your child hears that, that's actually then setting the expectation that it's okay for them to do that to their spouse. And on the other side of that, thinking about that when my kids are older, like I wouldn't want them to do that. So why would I be modeling that to them? You wouldn't want them to do that. And you also wouldn't want that to be done to them. Like, Absolutely. I'm sorry if a guy is going to marry my daughter and is acting that way, he and I are going to have a talk. And so, you know, you don't want that. You don't want your kids to be portraying that because that's what you've demonstrated but you also wouldn't you want the best for your kids you wouldn't want something like that happening to them and them to be treated that way either so you're the number one model in your kids lives so you have to model this as hard as it can be sometimes as many times as I ask you what's on the schedule for tomorrow we still have to model that to make sure that our kids know how they should treat their spouse in the future and how they should be treated by their spouse in the future because we don't know how their spouse is going to be raised. So we have to do our part to make sure they know both sides of that equation. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully that's good stuff. And of course, on the topic of, um, you know, being honoring and honesty, then the third would be to be honest. Use honesty. (laughs) Use honesty. Um, And so honesty, um, you know, use integrity, use transparency. You can use a lot of different words for, um, for honesty, you know, and, and, and sometimes people say not everything that's true needs to be said, but everything that's said needs to be true. Mm. And I think that that's, you know, a good definition (laughs) of of what to do, you know, in a, in a marriage context, because if I, 
if I was brutally honest to you, I don't think. Oh boy, you you guys get ready. It's about to get good. (laughs) You know, you might tend to be honest about the the poor qualities, the bad things that you do. But I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Like you said, be honest to Mm -hmm. your spouse. But, you know, everything true may not need to be said. Yeah, there's, there's a fine line between nagging and uh expressing your feelings right you know you can nag the person to death and say pick up your laundry off the floor and put it in the hamper do this do that like nagging versus hey you know what it really makes me feel disrespected when you just leave this here because then it makes me feel like i have to be your servant and pick up after you like that's a whole different explanation in that regard um so you're right, you know, saying everything that's true can turn into nagging if you're not careful, if you don't approach it with the right heart and attitude. But transparency is necessary. So you have, you can't just bottle up those feelings, you know, the, the nagging thoughts, tuck those away until you're in the right mind and attitude to approach them and have an honest conversation. Very different ends of the spectrum there. Well, I think that goes back to the example you were saying about you know, correcting them um, in public, you know, you want to be respectful and not point out some flaws and embarrass them mm-hmm. in public. But if you were in the car on the way home, you might know, be like, hey, you know, you're calm. And hey, when you said this, it it, it might have come across wrong. You know, you might want to check yourself. Right. <laughs> and hopefully in a marriage, like you have that trust and um open relationship with each other that 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 person should make you a better person so you know that's another topic of (laughs) humility and accepting that but I think you know if someone is trying to your your husband or wife's trying to be honest with you in that loving um just kind of like advice (laughs) then you should be open to to that because you should want to be a better person being in that relationship than if you were alone and you didn't have someone to to be honest (laughs) for sure for sure and i mean all of these things you know do respect them don't talk bad about your spouse in any setting do use honesty those are all things that will help you build a foundation um of honor and honesty so that when potentially big things come up, you can react appropriately. And that's kind of what our story goes into um, tonight is, you know, the the foundation that we had helped us in a situation. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we're going through these lessons because we've been married for 15 years. And um, it, you know, some of these aren't huge concepts that you might not have, you know, I've never thought of that or never heard of that before. But But like Thomas just said, we've been working on these lessons. So um, whether we learned them the hard way and we want to give you (laughs) the advice or just things that kind of subconsciously that we just committed to. um, And this was one of them, like along the way of being open, honest, um, respectful, Mm -hmm. honoring, all that. And so that actually showed that it was a strong foundation in our marriage a couple of years ago when I was actually uh, accused of having an inappropriate relationship with someone else. So it was a false accusation, but this person approached me and accused me of that, and I was kind of blindsided, but it was like, okay, Um, because they try to use it as like a blackmail, Mm -hmm. you know, situation, and 
So blindsided me with the conversation, accused me. And obviously you defended yourself, you yeah. know, to them because that's what you would do. I tried, but it was more of a, you know, they wanted to prove something more. Um, and so they wanted to get Thomas involved. So, you know, like, well, I'm going to go tell Thomas. And instead of me just like, okay, sheepishly, you know, or or even trying to call him to tip him off of like what was happening, I just tried to have you know, the best integrity and transparency. And, yeah. In that situation of, um, it was such a weird situation, but I was like, okay, if that's what you think, then, and then that's what you want to do is go to my husband with that. Then let's call him right now. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's do that speaker. Like we're both, you know, talk to him. And so we, we did mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> make and, that call. Yeah. And you know, the, I got looped in on the situation and, um, you know, honestly, I don't, I don't remember exactly who said what, you know, and, and what, uh, you know, who told the story or whatever, but I remember my reaction very vividly. And my reaction was, I looked, uh, I, I said to Julie, I said, um, did anything happen? And you said, no. <laughs> and I said, okay, we're good. Yeah. Like that was it. There was nothing else that needed to be said that, that other person didn't have the right to continue to try to drive a wedge between my marriage. Now, that doesn't mean there wasn't additional conversations that happened in private. Absolutely. Um, but in in all honesty, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, after that conversation, I don't remember ever questioning you on it again. You gave me your right. response and I knew that was the answer. Like, I didn't have to go back and be like, well, so is that really the answer? You know, is that is that true? Um, it wasn't a, you know, back your spouse up in public and then, you know, not back them up in private kind of thing. It was just I knew what the answer was. I didn't have anything else. I'm sure we continued to work through it because of the situation. I mean, it was obviously a, a tough scenario. But, uh, you know, I had, I had gotten to a crossroads at that point when I was told I came to a crossroads and I could have exploded and reacted and said what are you kidding me how could you do this and come across like Mm -hmm. jump on the accuser side or i could have taken my spouse's side and said did anything happen no okay we're that that's exactly how it went down and now i i understand like you could be in a marriage where you may not trust your spouse to that point yet that that we understand that we're not saying that if this situation came up for you and you don't feel like you're there, that may not be the response that you have. That just may be a, okay, well, we'll have to talk about this later or, or something like that. You know, you can still be respectful in the moment and not snap back at them. But, you know, these other things that we're talking about over time will help you to build a foundation where if something like that arises, you know your spouse's heart, you know that that's not even in their mind and that, you know, you can just ask them point blank and then whatever their answer is, you know it's true because they've been honest with you so much and you've been honest with them so much. So so we understand that you may not, not every marriage is going to be at that point yet, but use these things as a foundation, as, as tools to build a foundation to get there. Yeah, I mean, I honestly didn't know how you were going to respond even though I just knew like the right thing to do was to loop you in right away quickly mm-hmm. and it not ever show that I did have something to hide or that there could be too much time, you know, passing. It was like, no, let's get this all, 
you know, on the same page here quickly before this um, goes any further. But I didn't know. I, I was, you know, a little scared of <laughs> doing that. Um, to, Which to, is totally fair because... I didn't know how you were going to respond. Yeah. <laughs> it's a tricky situation to be put in. But how you responded was very honoring to me. And then therefore that was a very defining moment in our marriage. And that's why, you know, this is the first time I'm sharing that story publicly. But um, that's why I wanted to share it because as we prepared for this lesson in this episode, it was like there wasn't this huge pivotal moment of learning like I was not honoring and now I'm going to honor my spouse or I wasn't honest and now I'm going to learn to be honest. It was just such a foundation that then when, you know, the fire got hot (laughs) um, and and that awkward (laughs) uh, setting, it, it proved that it was a solid honoring an honest relationship that we had that high trust in each other, open communication. And, um, it's something that then, you know, we want to encourage others in as well. Well, and one, one last thought on this from my perspective is that that conversation happened and then I didn't continue to hold it against you. I didn't use that later. I didn't bring that up in a fight later. Well, you know, if you're doing this, did you, were you truthful about that? Like it never came back up again. It was done over with out, you know, like I said, that person, that situation didn't have the right to drive a wedge between our marriage. And so from that regard, like you had been honest with me, why was there any reason to ever bring that back up? So, so you, I did, I then didn't use it as leverage against you later on. So, so I think that's just respect back to you, you know, just kind (laughs) of hitting the tennis ball back to you in that regard that, um, it was just like, well, you know, you were honest with me, so I'll just drop it. Like it's all like nothing ever happened. So it's all good. So, um, so yeah, I mean, be, be, uh, make sure that you respect your spouse, um, don't talk bad about your spouse in any setting and do use honesty with your spouse. Um, and just, you know, uh, one last final thought to close out this episode with, um, marriage is a privilege. Um, it's, it's an honor to have your spouse in your life. Um, and, um, to have them love you. Um, honoring is natural when you understand a marriage is a privilege. Um, and the fact that they choose to stay with you and love you every day is important to know that, uh, you, you don't have to be here tomorrow. I mean, our wedding vows say you do, and you know, the Bible says you do. And, you know, from our faith that that's, that's where we are. But bottom line is from a legal perspective, it's still a choice. And so by treating you with honor and respect, I know that there's no reason for you to go look for anything else. Um, and and that, that gives you a reason to feel safe and stay. I think that's as important for all of you guys to hear too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why I was saying earlier about the parent-child relationship, mm-hmm. you know, because that is actually more... Um, lifelong than a marriage or it could be Mm -hmm. and that's where yeah marriage is more of a choice and so but absolutely like you said if you see it as you see marriage through the lens of it being a privilege as a choice Mm -hmm. then honoring and honesty should come a lot more natural and easy right it's it's a privilege to have someone stay married to you 
that yeah. that's that's the perspective where like from my perspective it's a privilege that I have that you're still married to me um and so you know when you have the choice to go one way or another and so you know think of it every day as a privilege and you want to keep that privilege and, and treat your marriage that way so yeah. Thanks for hanging out with us again. It's been so fun to continue the 15 lessons after 15 years of marriage. We'll have episodes releasing every week on Mondays. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Marriage Puzzle or check out marriagepuzzle.com for blog posts and um, other fun links and things like that that we uh, keep up to date. And we look forward to you joining us next week where together we'll work on marriage one puzzle piece at a time. See you later. Have a good one.